Good Friday evening, Red Friday to be exact. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me slash Breaking Truth. This is episode two, oh, 442. Little dyslexia for cure found there. What are we talking about tonight? Don Lemon or Don Lemon. Guys, sour grapes, actually, if you ask me. Don wasn't always this way. At one point, he actually had some credibility when he was a weekend anchor, but now he's going after Nikki Haley. And why? Well, because he says ageism is bad, so he proceeds to go ahead and hit her with being out of her prime and focus on her age. Of course, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis and anyone else who's going to announce they're going to run against Donald Trump are going to have to deal with all the skull and bones and the Illuminati and neocons and how Ron DeSantis is a clone and the real DeSantis is in prison in Guantanamo Bay. You might say, Matt, what the hell are you talking about? Trust me, the cures out there, the people who believe this insane stuff are have been going after Nikki Haley, but nothing quite like this. All of that stuff's just not believable. But when an anchor with a prominent position on the morning show as Don Lamont says that she's out of her prime. It's going to turn a few heads, and it did. We're going to talk about it tonight right after these words from Eli Crane, Representative District 1 in Arizona, who was on our show last year. Hey, Matt, congratulations on your success, brother. And uh, I really appreciate you giving, you know, both sides, you know, and just pe- free speech, the opportunity to have a platform, dude. Got it. You got it. Thanks for everything you've done for this country, Eli. We'll talk next time. Tell Jen hello, and I'll have this ready in a couple of hours, and you can uh, share it and take a look. I thank you, man. Thanks, brother. All right. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right. Bye-bye. I want to thank Eli for a great show. You can find that on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Rumble, pretty much everywhere else that I peruse. You can also find me across the interwebs, Al Gore's internet, at The Dumb Show is my tag. And then you can find me at thedumbshow.com. You can find some cool shirts like this one, some coffee, um, and also all my catalog, old podcasts and video episodes. Tonight, we've already talked about what we're going to talk about. This video isn't necessarily disturbing. I understand what Don Lemon was trying to say, but it is really kind of an old stereotype that a woman, once she's out of her 20s or 30s or 40s, is out of her prime. Now, I'm married. I have a perspective about this, and not just because I want to stay happily married am I going to go ahead and give you a spiel tonight, but I happen to think that the version of women, once they hit a certain age, reach a whole other plateau. And they're really, you hear these, you know, things that men age like fine wine and, and, and cheese and women age like milk in a fridge. And I completely disagree. Um, I I think that uh, some of the most beautiful women on the earth are over 40 years old. Now, maybe that's because I'm pushing the years, but even when I was younger, I've always found older women to be pretty, but it's so much more than that, right? This is politics. This isn't a freaking modeling show. What the hell is he talking about? 
Because with age, no matter which sex you are, comes a certain level of knowledge. Now, I can prove this after this video from Don stating these horrible things about Nikki. Watch watch the co-hosts and watch their reaction. They want to beat the living crap out of him when he says this. Here it is. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that, I think it's the wrong word. First of all, hands on the hips. I mean, can you emasculate any more? To go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got it. I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, well, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to need qualify. To are you talking about prime for like childbearing yeah, or are you talking about the message, prime I'm just for being president? What the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve because she wouldn't be in her prime, according to Google, you know, Google or whatever it is. So you've heard it here first, women. If you are 20, 30, or 40, you're safe. Anything over that, we need to put you out to pasture and shoot you, take you to the glue factory and get a new horse. Um, not the, the most eloquent of statements. He, he could have said simply this, uh, you know, she's not some spring chicken, yeah, whatever. And that would have been a political jab above the belt. But saying that any woman outside of 20, 30, or 40 is out of their prime is absolutely ridiculous. And I've Got some things to prove that Mary Delaney, she was a British artist and writer who began creating her famous paper collages known as paper mosaics, and she was 72 years old. We all know Mother Teresa, Catholic nun who founded the Missionaries of Charity in India in 1950 at the age of 40. She just got it in just a little bit. She continued working tirelessly to help the sick and the poor and the dying until her death until 1997 at the age of 87 years old. Harriet Tubman an American abolitionist and political activist who escaped slavery in her 20s, then went on to lead other enslaved people to freedom via the Underground Railroad. She also served as a spy and a nurse during the Civil War. Tubman continued to advocate for civil rights until her death at 91 years old. Grandma Moses, American folk artist who began painting in in the 1970s and continued to create until her death at age 101. How about Barbara McClintock, American geneticist, who won the Nobel Peace Prize in Physiology of Medicine in 1983 at the age of 81 years old. She made groundbreaking discoveries in fields of genetics, particularly in the study of maize. Agatha Christie, British author, who wrote many of her most famous detective novels, including Murder on the Orient Express, in her 50s and 60s. Julia Child, American chef and spy, author who became famous for her cookbook, Mastering the Art of French Cooking, and her TV show, The French Chef. She began her culinary career in her 40s and continued to inspire home cooking until her death at 91. Clara Barton, American pioneering nurse and humanitarian who founded the American Red Cross at the age of 59. She continued to work for the organization until her retirement at the age of 83. Toni Morrison, American author who won the Nobel Peace Prize in literature in 1993 at the age of 62. She wrote many acclaimed novels, including Beloved and Song of Solomon. How about Margaret Thatcher, that wily old Brit? First female prime minister of the United Kingdom, serving from 1979 to 1990. She was in her 50s when she became prime minister and continued to serve until her resignation at the age of 65. 
Katherine Johnson, American mathematician whose calculations were critical to the success of the early space programs, she continued to work for NASA until her retirement at 97. Coco Chanel, number five. French fashion designer, actually number 12, who founded the Chanel brand in her 40s and continued to innovate and create until her death at 87. Maya Angelou, one of my favorites. American poet, author, and civil rights activist who wrote some of her famous works, including I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings in her 40s and 50s. Georgia O'Keeffe, American artist who created many of the most famous works, including her iconic flower paintings in the 50s, 60s, and 70s years of age. Golda Meir, she was an Israeli prime minister from 1969 to 74, my birth year. She was in her 70s when she retired from politics. Susan B. Anthony, American women's rights activist who played a pivotal role in securing women's right to vote. She continued to advocate for women's rights until her death at age 86. Dorothy Lange, American photographer who captured some of the most iconic images of the Great Depression at 57. Marie Curie, the Polish-French physicist and chemist, discovered radium and polonium and was the first woman to win a Nobel Prize. She was over 50 when she received her second Nobel Prize in chemistry. Indira Gandhi, the Indian politician, served as Prime Minister of India and from 19, 1966 to 1977 and again from 1980 until her assassination in 84. She was in her 50s when she became Prime Minister for the first time. Last but not least, my wife. At the illustrious age of 42, my wife still looks like she did when she was 20. After two children and putting up with my crap, she is still the sexiest, most kind-hearted woman I've ever met. She works tirelessly every day to provide the things for our family that I so desperately lack. Women are always in their prime. And to speak about that, Don, you used to be too. This Don Lamont that we're hearing from isn't the one that we heard from for most of his career. When he was just simply quarterbacking the weekend show, he didn't have anything to prove. And he was very, very strong. In fact, I'm going to show you an entire clip where he let out five things that he felt the African-American community needed to do. This was groundbreaking, something that we had never heard on the national stage at this level from somebody like Don, and it was moving. It's something that I refer to often. Here it is. Because black people, if you really want to fix the problem, here's just five things that you should think about doing. Here's number five. And if, if, if this doesn't apply to you, if you're not doing this, then it doesn't apply to you. I'm not talking about you. Here's number five. Pull up your pants. Some people, a lot of them black, gave me flack for saying that recently on The Wendy Williams Show. If you're sagging, it means I think it's your self-esteem is sagging and who you are as a person. It's sagging. Young people need to be taught respect and there are rules. Sagging pants, whether it's Justin Bieber or no-name Derek around the way, walking around with your ass and your underwear showing is not okay. In fact, it comes from prison when they take away belts from the prisoner so that they can't make a weapon. And then it evolved into which role a prisoner would have during male-on-male prison sex. The one with the really low pants is a submissive one. You get my point? Number four now is the N-word. For our generation, what we did was we took the word and we took the power out of that word. We took this word and we made it into poetry. 
I understand poetic license, but consider this. I hosted a special on the N-word, suggesting that black people stop using it, and that entertainers stop deluding yourselves or themselves and others that you're somehow taking the word back. By promoting the use of that word when it's not germane to the conversation, have you ever considered that you may just be perpetuating the stereotype the master intended, acting like a nigger? A lot of African Americans took offense to that too, and I wondered if I gave the right advice. I really did. But confirmation came the very next day on my way home when I exited the subway on 125th Street in Harlem. This little kid in a school uniform, no older than seven years old, he was crying his eyes out as he walked down the sidewalk with his mother. I'm going to be honest here. She turned to him and she said, I'm sick of you. You act like an old ass man. Stop all that crying, nigger. Is that taking the word back? Think about that. Now, number three, respect where you live. Start small by not dropping trash, littering in your own communities. I've lived in several predominantly white neighborhoods in my life. I rarely, if ever, witness people littering. I live in Harlem now. It's an historically black neighborhood. Every single day I see adults and children dropping their trash on the ground when a garbage can is just feet away. Just being honest here. Number two, finish school. You want to break the cycle of poverty? Stop telling kids are acting white because they go to school or they speak proper English. A high school dropout makes on average $19,000 a year. A high, a high school graduate makes $28,000 a year. A college graduate makes $51,000 a year. Over the course of a career, a college grad will make nearly a million dollars more than a high school graduate. That's a lot of money. And number one, and probably the most important, just because you can have a baby, it doesn't mean you should, especially without planning for one or getting married first. More than 72% of children in the African-American community are born out of wedlock. That means absent fathers. And the studies show that lack of a male role model is an express train right to prison. And the cycle continues. So please, black folks, as I said, if this doesn't apply to you, I'm not talking to you. Pay attention to and think about what has been presented in recent history as acceptable behavior. Pay close attention to the hip-hop and rap culture that many of you embrace. A culture that glorifies everything I just mentioned. Thug and reprehensible behavior. A culture that is making a lot of people rich. Just not you. And it's not going to. Doesn't sound like Don Lemon, does it? You would say that that would just be something you never would hear on TV. Black, white, brown, green, yellow, and different. And the, the, the true part of this is that you'll never hear somebody like myself or just about anybody say that on TV minus Bill O'Reilly. And look where he's at now. The whole thing is that honesty is paramount. And Don was trying to make a point about Nikki Haley that she was going to ask for cognitive tests for people like Joe Biden, even Donald Trump, when they're over 75 years old. And let's face it, you have to have a cardiograph. You have to go ahead and have a blood test. You have to ensure that you're free of any uh, major illnesses before you enter the presidency. You've got to give your taxes Make sure you're of sound body and mind from a financial perspective, spiritually, uh, existentially, whatever you want to say. Well, then we should do a cognitive test as well. Nikki Haley is 100% right. And all he was trying to do was just, you know, give her a little poke. 
we know that wouldn't actually happen with Don Lamont, but, you know, proverbial poke. But the thing is, is that this is the way Don Lamont feels. This is who he is. And he's changed. He's not the same guy. And it's not that I like to see a black man point out other races, faults and issues, because that's ridiculous. It happens to be right. And I am critical of every race, color, creed, sexual disposition. I don't care who you are. Everyone gets in my crosshairs from time to time. But Don is now the one in them. And I said earlier that women are always in their prime. And Nikki Haley doesn't mean me to, to defend her. She did a great job today defending herself. But just because you're an effeminate male, Don, it doesn't mean you understand women at all. You listed the five things young black men need to do. Well, let me list the five things you should do. Since you are so good at delivering advice, maybe you should take some of your own. Nikki Haley is an American, not an old American woman, not an Indian woman, even a conservative or a neocon. She is a a daughter. She's someone's wife, mother. And real men don't degrade women and ostracize them based on monikers and demography. Number two, as a black man, as a black gay man, you should understand more than anyone how it feels to be discriminated against based on your race, color, creed, sex, or disposition, religion. And I know growing up in predominant white neighborhoods like you have, your whole life has given you certain carte blanche to remain removed from these tropes, but I'm sure you have heard a story or two of what it's like. You are on thin ice, number three. CNN is hatcheting jobs left and right, and you already lost your prime time slot because you're an ideological stump for the left. And now that you have colleagues and people who sit to your left and right and have been dejected to the AM hour, they are seeing how you are a chauvinist, pretentious douche with little or no value to the opposite sex. And it's no wonder you have chosen the path you have. No women can seem to stand you for very long after all. Number four, you were so much more authentic and real when you were running the weekend slots. You weren't prime time. You were not trying to make a name. You were genuine and just a man telling it to all sides in a way they could understand. And you were breaking down barriers. You know when you were in your prime. Number five, enough of the double standard. If you get to put every Republican on trial every night and insult them because they are white Republicans from the middle of the country, I can be honest, too, and tell you how you come across. You come across as a person who has rejected their own heritage unless it is when you want to play the victim or the get-out-of-jail-free card, and it's pathetic. You preach from your metal pulpit as to how the Democrats are holier than thou, and everyone else are just uneducated white knuckle-draggers. But the truth is, Don, there are many Republican women, Hispanics, African-American, Indian, Natives, and Asians, Muslims, Christians, Jews, Gentiles, young and old. And all of us are just a bit sick and tired of your pretentious disdain for those not like you. So tread carefully, Dawn, because you know as well as I do that you are one of the last standing at CNN, not because of your talent, but because of your protected class. Speaking of class, it is now dismissed. Here endeth the lesson. Folks, thanks for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show tonight. If you like the show, please leave some comments down below. Give me a like, share, and subscribe at The Dumb Show. Stop by thedumbshow.com and pick yourself up a cool hat, some coffee, 
coffee mugs, all that type of stuff. 10% goes back to veterans. Speaking of that, this cool wooden flag behind me is made by pfcflags.com. Good friends make them out of their garage. They are beautiful wooden American flags, and they would love for you to check them out. Speaking of checking out, stop by and see me tonight at 8.30 live across all social media at The Dumb Show. And I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline and the message from the TV show SEAL Team, which has been renewed for another season. And I'm excited to say I will check you out at 830 or see you Monday when I'm back with a recorded show. God bless and take care of each other. And Don, stop being a dick. I'm David Boreanaz with the cast of SEAL Team. And we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.